entertain. This is Tim of the New York Giants Straight Talk, powered by Online Big Blue LLC. Want to talk about Wondell Robinson. Want to talk about the New York Giants free agents coming up. Oh, we would talk about the coaching staff, but there's we're, we're in still so much of a disarray. I think it's funny that there are reports that uh, Wink has not technically tenured, tenured his resignation. He, he he hasn't formally committed his resignation <laughs> yet, so uh, I don't know. I don't know by the time if this comes out that he has finally, but there's a cat and mouse game going on between him and the Giants. This is just a bad look. Um, we talked about some of the defense coordinators the Giants could be bringing in. Mike Vrabel got canned by the Tennessee Titans today as or yesterday as well. Um, I, I think Vra- with with all the coaching vacancies, Vrabel's going for a head coaching job. He, he's not coming. He's not coming to the Giants to take a to take a second fiddle job to 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 Brian Dable. And and if Brian Dable, you know, rumored has it, cannot handle the competition or the the perceived competition by Wink. What the hell is he going to do with Ryan uh, with uh, Mike Vrabel? You know, I think he's what a three-time Super Bowl winner. He was also Coach of the Year. You know, he took the Titans to multitudes of uh, playoff appearances, uh, usually one and dones. But yeah, if if you can't handle the wink, you're not bringing in the Vrabel. So I think that's just going to be a pipe dream. That's going to be a Twitter fantasy. That's going to be content for people that don't have the brains to make their own content. Um, but you know, I keep thinking about it, and like I said, it's just it's just getting worse and worse by the minute. But you know what? You got to look at a silver line. You got to look down the road. You got to look for the season. You you know, we just finished up the championship game the other day. So that means free agency is going to be a bound. We're going to have tons of draft talk coming out. And you know, it was interesting though. I, I keep thinking to myself and I said self, and that's what I say to myself when I think to myself, Wondell Robinson, I'm not a big fan of Wondell Robinson. I'm not going to lie to you. And anytime I talk about his size at 5'8", 185 pounds, and how he's just not going to be that that big play weapon that people think he is going to be. People, anytime I bring up his size, people go, well, Tyree Kill is small. Tyree Kill is also 5'8", excuse me, 5'10", and built like a truck. And they're different, they're entirely different players. So for every Tyree Kill, I, I could bring up a Gerald Ice Cube McNeil. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things that it's one half a dozen another. I just don't think he's going to be more than what he is now. Guy's going to give you, you know, maybe 50, 60 receptions, so, you know, 500 yards. It, it's just going to be his, his utilization is going to be low because of the fact that he's going to have a hard time getting behind the bigger defenders. He's going to get lost in the sauce. We've talked about that. We've seen it happen and he's not getting much of a yak right now. I mean, his yards per reception is 8.8. And has yards after a catch per reception is 4.9. So that means basically he's getting the ball three point, what, six yards, 3.7 yards down the field. So there are not a lot of big plays going his way down the field because of the fact of his size and his stature and how he plays the game and the fact that he is more quick than he is fast. So all that being said, you know, we, we understood the fact that he was drafted for redundancy in regards to Kadarius Tony. We, we talked about that. We get that. But what are you going to do with this kid? You took him second overall, number 43 total selection back in 2020. He, you got you to gotta find more of an opportunity for him. You got to get him the ball more. Like I said, he has that quickness. He's got that explosive. He's not going to break the big plays. He's not going to be like Saquon Barkley when Saquon Barkley first came in the league. He's not going to rip off these big runs and get away from defenders. We said it before. You watch him get pulled down from behind in Kentucky, and we said it was going to happen in the pros, and it's happening in the pros. But he is a viable he is a viable weapon that can be used. 
within a certain game plan. And there's one name that I keep going back to in my head over and over again, and that's Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles came in the league at 5'6", 190 pounds. You know, he was a guy, he was a fourth-round pick out of Kansas State. He played for the Chargers, the Saints, and the Eagles. He actually won a Super Bowl. And he was one of these guys that not only could he return kicks, he return, I think he has nine touchdowns, uh, returns for touchdowns, has over 11,000 yards, but he was also a guy that could get, you know, he could catch the, catch the ball a lot of times out of the backfield. He had 4,840 receptions with 32 touchdowns, but he could also run the ball. And he was a guy that had almost 3,500, he had over 3,500 yards and carried almost uh, almost five yards of carry at 23 rushing touchdowns. So he's a guy that they mainly used and they figured out, you know what, the, we have to get him involved. We have to get him in the game plan. And one of the things that they did is they spent a majority of his time in the backfield as a running back, as an all-purpose back. And it was one of those things that you looked at and you said, there's no way in hell that he could, you know, he could do that. Yeah, I understand that he played more running back in college than Wandell did. But it's kind of this, you can use him in the same regards. You can use him out of the backfield. You can use him as a runner. It's interesting that if you look at um, the effectiveness in reference to rushing the ball, in some regards, he uh, Wanda Robbins is more effective running the ball. He's got nine carries for 87 yards, 9.7 yards a carry. He's, he's forced miss two, two missed tackles and has a rushing touchdown last year. He has an opportunity to do something special out of the backfield. And being out of the backfield will allow your quarterback to have more of an opportunity to look for him. And to make, and to make, you know, it's like anything else in the NFL. You got to try to make that first guy miss. And I think they can't, I think he could do that. I think he's a guy that if you switch him up, take him out of the slot because he's never going to, he's not as dynamic as Tyreek Hill. I don't want to hear the Tyreek Hill comparison. He's just not, he had 76 targets for 60 receptions for 500, like I said, 525 yards. We already talked about the fact that he only had eight point yards, 8.8 yards of reception, 4.9 is his yak. So that means he's getting the ball already only three yards out of the backfield. I've me out of the line of scrimmage. And when he's throwing, when you're throwing that close to the line of scrimmage, the passer rating when he's targeted is, is 99.8. So that tells me it, it just makes more sense to use his skill set, have him be that running back, give him the ball a little bit more. I'm not talking do it. I mean, if you took a look at Darren Sproles' career, the most that he ever carried the ball in a single season was 94 times. And then he had, you know, like I said, his highest reception total was 86. He had that one year in 2011 where he had uh, 86 receptions and uh, 87 rushes. And it's funny because he had seven point, he had uh, 710 yards receiving and seven touchdowns. He had 603 and I believe two touchdowns rushing. So he had almost the same amount of carries as he did catches. And uh, you know, he had a hundred less yards. If you think that he is a dynamic playmaker, Wanda Robinson, that is. Give him the opportunity to be one. Have him be, go, you know, go back to the old San, another San Diego Chargers. You go back to Lionel Little Train James, who at one point in time had their most receptions uh, out of the backfield for a running back. I think he had a hundred and a thousand yard season. Do something different with him. Make him a, I'm not saying make him a focal point of the offense, but try to keep him on the field more and allow him to do something for the offense. 
it's it's not that you know it's not that it's not that difficult. I'm not like I said. I'm not telling you give it the ball. I mean, like I said, he only had 200. I guess I understand he was hurt, but he only had 200. Came in late. He he actually came in week three. He only had 218 D offensive snaps. Wondell did. That's all he had was 218. So that means you can, you have to get him. You know, you got to try to figure out a way to get him on the field more. And what's a better way of doing that than turning around? and allowing him to be in the backfield. Give him a running back number. Slap number 4. Let, let's do the let's do the Darren Sproles and slap a number 43 on him. Why the hell not? It just makes sense. It's just try to, you know, you got to you got to mix something up. You got to do a little bit different. The Giants have some free agents coming up right now. Uh there are, there are 26 free agents on the roster right now, which is interesting because the Giants will only have about 36 players on the contract maybe. You know, right now maybe they're going to have about 38 40 million. You probably get that up to 60 by making some moves. Uh hopefully they don't touch the Daniel Jones anchor of a contract. I don't want to push out any more money into 2025 2026 cuz that would just be stupid. That 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 would that would, that would be <laughs> that would be just a that would just be a whole load of stupid if you did that. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? I'll tell you what you're supposed to do. You just leave that you just leave that boat anchor alone. You let it stay in the harbor, and then you get out of that contract in 2025, which was the whole plan, anyways. But you're gonna have a lot of unrestricted free agents. You're gonna have a lot of guys you're gonna want to bring back. You know, I was looking at the list. Like, I would bring back Gunner. Um he, you know, he he's actually one of those those returners that we haven't seen the Giants have in a while since Harris. And he's got the problem with Gunner is he doesn't do anything else. He doesn't really play special teams and coverage well. He's not really a very good as a wide receiver. So you would solely have to find a roster spot for him as a return specialist. But if you're going to do that and you're going to and you're going to dictate that spot just to him and he's going to return both punts and kickoffs, I, I I would bring I would I would try to bring back Gunner. Uh, ben Bredesen is on, is on the list as well. Ah. Uh, Ben Bredesen to me just, you know, like I said, we, we, we've said it before when Mario Van Peebles said it in Heartbreak Ridge, you know, don't, don't go away, man. Just, just, just go away. I, I don't want Bredesen on this team. Bredesen is, he, I can't even call, I can't even sit there and tell you and call him a, um, a quality offensive lineman. Cause that's not what he is. I mean, he's not, he's, he, he'll be good in spurts. He'll, he'll look good at times and then he'll look horrid at other times. And, and I think that that's going to, that's going to be issue. He had, you know, he had a thousand snaps. He had six penalties, which was tied for 10th for his position. And he allowed five sacks. So, I mean, his, and his ratings and reference to just everything else. I mean, he played left guard. He played, you know, I didn't notice he played 189 snaps at left guard. He played 346 at center and he played 479 at right guard. So, I mean, this is a guy that also, you talk about Evan Neal. He also allowed almost 40 pressures. I, I can find a guy. I can find a guy off the street who can suck, and I can pay him a lot less. Uh, I was also looking at the fact that you got the likes of uh, you got the likes of Jihadi Ward. Ward is gone. Ward is going to go wherever. Ward I think is going to go wherever Wink goes. Uh, Carter Coughlin and Cam Brown already said they're not coming back. Um, you also have you know you're going to be short in the defensive backfield a little bit because you also have a free agent in Adoree Jackson. But you have Darney Holmes out there as well. Darney Holmes to me is a guy that, you know, I mean, he's another one of those guys that really didn't impress me that much. You know, he didn't really play that much either. He only had 11 solo tackles. His passer completion rating allowed is 79, 72.9%. And he allowed 13.8 yards of reception. 
I mean, so he, and he had a total of 44 defensive snaps. So, uh, to, was, yeah, no, he had 40, he had a total of a hundred some snaps and 44 were defense snaps. 77 were in coverage. He's just, not, he's, he's again, it's a guy that I can go in the draft or I can find somebody else to go and get. So I'm going to let him go. Tyrod Taylor's on the list as well. Tyrod Taylor, you know, he, he did something the giants couldn't do. It was we almost had three, two, 300 yard games in the ball, you know, and he, he just, he moved, he moved the offense. Just keep matriculating the ball down the field, boys. He helped matriculate the ball down the field, but he's 34 years old. He's on the wrong side of 30. He's at the end of his career. You're going to, you're going to need a backup quarterback, but the question is going to be, does Tyrod even want to come back? I, I have to question that as well. Then you have Isaiah Simmons. Who's on the list. I, Here's the thing. I love it because the venerable Carl Banks came out the other day and said, Hey, Isaiah Simmons really fits the wink defense. Uh, for those that don't watch the live stream, go watch the live stream. You'll understand why, how, why it's my Carl Banks impression. But he really fits the wink defense, but too bad wink took his defense, packed up his suitcase, and took it home with him. Yeah, he's a jack of all trades. He is, he is a guy that can do a little bit of everything, but is he a guy that can do a little bit of everything extremely well? No. And somebody out there is probably going to overpay for his services. And, and like we've said before, if you do not fit him in the right system, I just don't see him being that guy that can do anything. I'm not going to say do anything special, but we've been waiting for him to do something special for how long now in his career? How long have we been waiting for him? Yeah, he's 6'4", 238. You know, he's taken eight, eight overall back in 2020, but we've been waiting for him to do something. He had 30 solo tackles, 16 assists, one interception. His run defense and pass defense actually were not that spectacular. A lot of people want to think they were. His best skill set, his best trait was in coverage, and even his coverage wasn't that great. You know what I didn't notice is he missed nine tackles. He missed nine tackles last year. And he took, if you take a breakdown of his defensive snaps, you have this 203 were in coverage and uh, 84 were in run, run defense. So that tells you what the Giants mainly use from him. The passer rating against him was 77.2, but we also don't talk about, talk about the yards that he gave up, the number of completions he gave him, the number of first downs that he gave up. We don't talk about that. We, we, don't, like to, we don't like to bring that up because, again, we have to point things out. And then you have Saquon. Poor Saquon. Should I stay or should I go? Saquon has already said he's numb. I, 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 love, I love when you're when he comes out, when you come out and just say, so... Um, not really. Yeah. I feel like you know I went through the whole process last year. We, we talked more than enough last year, to be honest. Not to start with Joe, but the whole negotiation thing, and yeah, I'm just I'm gonna let my agent handle it. He, he's done with it. He's gonna let his he's just gonna let his agent handle it. He's gonna be he gotta let him go. You, you're, unless you're bringing in a rookie quarterback for sure. You know, if even if you franchise tag him, I think he's gonna take a hard look at it and do a hard pass. Because I think he's just reached that kind of point in his giant career. The last player that we need to talk about is Xavier McKinney. Xavier McKinney, another Gettleman guy, is going to be an interesting, an interesting maneuver. He's going to get paid. He's going to get. He's going to get top dollar in free agency because of the fact that he really played extremely well. He played 100 percent of the snaps this year. He is a guy that played well in coverage. He had 94 solo tackles, which was third most in the league for his position. He had three interceptions, which was tied for 11th. He was targeted 53 times, which is actually tied it for 10th for his position. And he only allowed 33, excuse me, 33 receptions the entire year. 
He is a guy that played well, extremely well against the run. He played extremely well against the pass. Um, he had 614 coverage snaps. That 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 kills me. I, I didn't know that. And he only rushed the ball. He only rushed the passer 49 times, and uh, and actually had another 465 snaps playing against the run defense. His passer rating allowed was 53. His average reception was 20. It was eight yards. And he had 26 stops. He had a forced fumble. Like I say, he had 94 solo tackles, 21 assists. He is a guy that his coverage skills this year were so overlooked that it's unbelievable. Do the Giants have the, the mental fortitude to bring him back? That's always the big question. That, that really is, to me, the, the big question. Because you know what? He had his best seasons under Wink. And a lot of these guys were talking about even going to Dexter Lawrence. I don't know Andre Patterson was going to get all the praise, but you know what? The head, the defensive coordinator is the one that puts everything, puts everything together. As much as we want, as much as we want to bash Bobby Johnson, he still had a pro bowler in Andrew Thomas. As much as you want to praise Patterson, he had a pro bowler in Dexter Lawrence, but he also had a sieve of a defense at times on that defensive line. Tap one dozen another. To me, Xavier's a guy you got to bring back. You got to back up the Brinks truck. Yeah, it's going to hurt a little bit, but you are going to have to find a way to keep him. Maybe he'll take a home team discount you know, for that first year. Guess I would sign at least to like a five-year contract because I think he's only going to get better. He's not. He. I don't think he's reached the pinnacle of his success, and I, I think he will be one of the top safeties in the league. So, like I said, his coverage rating is like if you look at it, and if you go if you go to Pro Football Jokers, his his coverage rating is like ninety one point two or something crazy like that. This is a guy that you can build around. This is a guy that can also play in the box, kind of like a Logan Ryan or a Peppers did a couple of years back when they were that quasi linebackers under Patrick Graham. This, he plays hundred percent of the snaps. It's a no brainer, but you know what? A lot of things the giants do that you look like you think it's going to be a no brainer. They turn out to be even more confusing. So we got to kind of wait and see what happens. We're going to have a lot of fun. And uh, we're going to have our first uh, live stream on Sunday without, ju- without being able to talk about the game coming up. So that's going to be fun. We're going to talk about the draft and a lot of other things. So make sure you stay tuned. We're not going to give up the Sunday show. And as always, this is Tim, this is New York giant straight talking. Don't forget to like, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to ring that bell because you want to know why. That'd be awesome.